wonder if every intro I say the exact same thing. Because I, I feel like every outro, I've noticed I do say a lot of the same exact wordage, where I could just plug it and go, okay, we're back. Or okay, or whatever it is. Yeah, but okay, we're back. It's episode 52. <laughs> it's 52, it's like, right? kind of like stretching, you know? Yeah, just telling you guys the facts. It's episode 52. We've been doing this for a long time. We're almost pros. It is getting to the point now where I, uh, where I, the numbers now don't matter. It's still fun to be to be correct. Yes, I just mean like it, it was like I felt like we're do, we're stacking numbers for a while. I was like, yes, well we're at thirty. This is tight. Now I'm like, I it doesn't matter now. Yeah, well that kind of stuff you you monitor at first and then when it gets to a hundred, I guess the metrics will change. When we get to a hundred, I'll go, okay, that matters. But then once you cross that, it'll be like it won't matter until you get to a thousand. Yeah, like the we're next definitely time, the getting next to time something feels noteworthy is probably like five hundred. Yeah, yeah. So if we're still doing it by then. We'll congratulate ourselves. Um, okay, how last long time do you think at the at the at the rate we're going? Like how long will we do this per clip? Yeah, the one way... more month. No, no, I mean at the, at the rate we're we're putting these out. How long? I guess oh, will we keep us? at this rate? Definitely. It's probably going to take us. It's probably going to be about I would guess a yearish or so, or maybe like by the end of this year we'll get a Will's predictions about this pocket. Um, so I would say, as help. soon as I get a job, there's no way we can do it at this rate. So it'll be like, yeah, it'll it'll vastly slow down. Also, like we always say, as soon as it's not fun, we'll probably take a break and then come back in a year. So we'll see. We'll fucking see. Fair D- enough. Depends on where I'm living next month and, and so on and so forth. Um, speaking of things of the past, last time we didn't really talk about Christmas '96. We've been we were right. hyping it up. We had a live show and it went on. It did happen. It was not a great success, but it did happen. About 80 people came, and they Yeah, there's all, only 80 people. They all agreed that it was so-so. It was a so-so show. Uh, my dad was there, and... Um, the house. Unfortunately, Rich Templeton did not get to meet the man behind kicking it old school. <laughs> it's funny, because I don't think my dad knows how much we invested our time into kicking old school, or that, like, a litany of people well, it might have be, hatred for yeah, it. Yeah, it might be good that, he, that he's not too aware of the overall reaction and re- response yo dad i got that, 25 friends to hate this thing that caused you bankruptcy oh dad you've got to see the look on my friend's face when they <laughs> remember or we discuss that movie it's just like people go blank and go very yeah everyone had the same experience which is it yeah. took a piece of your soul guys if you don't know kicking old school this is maybe double inside baseball but it's a horrible jamie kennedy movie that my dad was part of producing this spring i'm worried that four fat dumb dance tarts are gonna ruin what i've worked so hard for i can't let that happen if you've got big attitude i can't dance like that no more i'm a grown-ass man for 100 grand you better bust a move <gasps> bitch slapped and killer moves just because i'm fat doesn't mean i can't break <laughs> you must be kicking it old school Jamie Kennedy. Chicken it old school. Excuse me. Uh, what percentage does my friend have of sleeping with you? Zero percent. What if he's a professional break dancer? Two percent. And I say that lightly because it's more of a, uh, I would say it's more of a scam and flam he was sucked into where. Uh, we were ended, we ended up bankrupt as a result, as a family. So, um, so it's very funny in that respect. I have talked about recently trying to do a documentary about that because I would be it could be an interesting tale of of the the worst movie that was ever made that also bankrupted my family. Um, and by worst, I mean an American. Let's tale. go. Let's go over the real quick. Why it's the worst? Um, 
besides overt racist and sexist bizarro old tropes, um, it's also a lot of the movie is literally not in focus. Like what whatever was happening on the filming of this is 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 almost worse than a B movie where it's like somehow someone wasn't checking that the camera was in focus. That's insane. Like audiences nationwide, I blame specifically your father. It's my dad who was he was supposed to be framing those shots. That was on his, his, um, his watch. No, no, no. But that that kind of I, that kind of element of failure led me to believe like maybe there's like money laundering behind this. Like like how could it be so poorly made on that level? Was was confusing to me. So well, at least there wasn't a rust situation. Right, and you know, but there's still a chance I could put my dad in jail. I could if I if I uncover the right things and figure out this money laundering. Be like, you know what? I made a doc to make a joke, but I accidentally landed my dad in jail. My goofy son's trying to make a documentary about this movie that I made. <laughs> my thirty-seven year old jail. My thirty-seven year old son, who has now decided he's a comedian, is trying to do some stuff, uh, and now I'm going to jail. That sounds like the kind of thing that would happen. Then you guys could have a very arrested development uh, dynamic where he's removed from his home in Beverly Hills into prison and you're visiting there right. with a documentary crew. Yeah, yeah. We could re- replicate our actual comedy show. No matter what happens to your dad, we're going to we're going to ride the coattails. So last night famous Austin. Um also call back to last episode. Last night I caught the tail end of this Grubhub commercial that I was referencing specifically and I tried oh, to record it ASMR and it, ones? Yeah, I tried to record it and I missed it and I, and I realized an annoying thing about YouTube commercials is you can't rewind the commercials and I feel like that's on purpose because they're doing stuff that's so enraging or maybe illegal especially when you and I when we've talked about it plenty get those crazy kind of ads like the funny ones yeah yeah yeah, yeah. ones that say there are reptiles you can't can't, like really follow up on that because you can't rewind it yeah I I immediately start trying to YouTube like search those ads and they're impossible to find based on all even every bit of every descriptor every search term everything you get from that video you can't like regurgitate to YouTube and find that video. I mean, I couldn't even find this current Grubhub commercial that's currently playing. I couldn't even find that. So it's like when when trying to reverse look it up. Yeah. It's like these things are like held in a secret area of commercial internet where they don't want you to be able to replay it because you know that it was evil what they're doing. You'd go, this, I'll kill you for doing this. So it's like hidden in this weird way. But I did catch a glimpse of it and it, and it I wanted to punch through my screen. It's someone, It's they, they're talking about a picnic. They're like, because you gotta be ready for your 4 a.m. picnic or your 4 p.m. picnic when you had a late night in New York. It's this like disgusting, no. they're like, it just, ugh, it makes me so fucking mad. Other things that make me mad, uh, MGK Doc, I started watching this last oh, yeah. night. We were watching a, a little bit of it, but this motherfucker, I didn't know much about him. I just know of him as what I thought, which is he's one of those SoundCloud, I'm sober, I'm not sober rappers. My life is so hard when I'm 16. I only know And bits, he is that. I know bits and pieces. He I know, is I know that. more than a couple of bits and pieces, but I only know him kind of in fragments and Well, I I knew that he had I knew that he was now there. like playing kind of more like music that was confusing people and he wasn't just rapping, but I didn't know. See, I watched this doc. I didn't know that he made this hard specific transition to specifically pop punk was his like a, was his goal it seems like a bad a, like a really shitty version of all the really shitty parts of Lil Wayne it sounds like he's making fun of pop punk when you first hear because he's doing I know my name is on it's like he's doing a different voice so, so it's crazy but I didn't realize he did this this was such a hard intentional move specifically and then I also realized after watching this doc that celebrities nowadays are kind of forced to make docs to basically change the narrative of what we're making fun well, yeah, of. Yeah, I've, I've heard I've heard this, someone else, this was someone else's original thought, this is mine, but someone was pointing out, I forget who, that there are all these documentaries coming out about people 
in their lifetime that like they produce so they're writing their own legacy really like people are but you can see within it at least this one you can see specifically oh when he gets made fun of for something they definitely address it and try to back it up to make it seem like it like remember he played on howard stern and played a system of a down song it was, it was so bad and today you're going to do a cover of a band that i love system of a down Specifically in this doc, they do this long scene where he's listing how tired he is because he had all these days in a row and he's like, had to play in Howard Stern after that. And then they don't show it, but they're just giving you a list of, oh, that's why it was bad. is because right. he's on a plane for 18 hours and because he was sick and because of these things. So they keep plugging in these things. The and I guess the same for Pop Punk is like he's trying to back up why he did this transition. I, I will I will say he... I didn't know. I, I never thought he was like a real rapper or like one to be. He's a SoundCloud seriously. rapper. I knew yeah, he was I knew he was a rapper at first, but like even now doing doing the rock stuff. Um, now that he's pretending he's we, the rock, are we old and saying this is absolute like valueless? No, shit? no, 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 or, no, 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 no. No, we're not. <laughs> are, we, no, because we won't notice when, when it's true. Probably because I witnessed him saying in this saying we're gonna bring back pop pop punk. And I go, okay, but it's not that old. So like you, he's. And it's not that good. But <laughs> yeah, well, both things are a problem. But it's funny to watch someone just go, "I'll bring this back because he's X amount of years, but he's not that much younger than us. But he's X amount of years younger than us, and he's like, I'll bring back this genre. But that genre isn't. F I would say that never is fully gone enough to say you're bringing. It's just weird to be doing it. And he's he's five years younger than us, so. I expect a little more brains. Like to me, someone in the public eye. I grew up when we grew up. Blink One Eighty Two is a, is a big thing, but it's still not old enough to me for someone to bring back. Like it's not gone enough to be like, oh, it's ironic even that you brought it back. It's just like it's just you're just doing radio friendly shit. Um, let's ha have a little listen to this real quick. This is him in the studio. Check check. Hey, you want me to forget you? Okay, forget me too. Tell me now. Tell me if you guys like these lyrics from the bridge. I can't, I can't, I can't pretend to forget you. The reason I punched a hole in the back home. Ah, fuck. You want me to forget you? He was like, I, I have an idea. I think this new album's gonna be punk rock. I mean, I think it's insane. I it's... think it's, I think it, and, and to be fair, we were talking about this. That studio footage is Shameful. very, can, can look horrible getting Absolutely. hyped up because it's but either Terrible. way but here's the thing soundcloud rap actually isn't that far from emo-y shit because a lot of the soundcloud rappers are do are doing these sad boy things it's just weird to go i want to it's just weird to go i'm going to pretend to have a band like he it's just it's all confusing and it's all so narcissistic and all him complaining about how hard it is to be famous and how how hard it is to prove that this pop punk thing is going to work it's like it's incredibly self-indulgent and it's very funny so I, guys check it out called life in pink he's um i also i also there's something about him where i think that i don't know anything about his personal struggle struggles um but he i don't expect him to have like a grim end with drugs or anything i don't think i don't take him seriously as a person to do anything that dangerous like he's He's, I mean, he talks about in this doc, he, he does, we still going? So did, There's did, a scene in this where he goes, I was on so many pills and I put a shotgun in my mouth. It's all this stuff where it's like, you're saying this, and maybe it's true, but it's also like, you're trying to, you're you're trying to be Kurt Cobain. You're at literally attempting to be these sad figures. It's also, 
if you're dis- if you're the one dishing out like unverified lore about yourself, right? You're the one saying I was this high doing this. It's just like okay, well, well no matter whether you did or not, we do know that you wanted us to know about. It. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, you're you, telling us whether you did that or not. You had the choice to. It just, I mean, it is kind of sad when you see anyone like this who's surrounded by so many yes men people that are that are saying this is amazing uh, because of course how would you know any different but these this new brand of kid celebrities where they're 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 using jadedness as a sellability as they, they know that that's a commodity like it's they're not even being real about how they think they know that this is fake or shallow when they say they know like everything is about addressing that that yeah that, during that album I was lying <laughs> it's always that it's always saying yeah that that old me I wasn't being truthful but now I'm being it's like you 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 devalue everything you did before every time to and it's like, why would I believe you now? Why does what you say matter now? Going now, I'm I'm finally getting sober now. Not like the first sixteen albums I did about getting sober. It's like getting it's like, married for the sixth time. Yeah, it just doesn't mean shit um, because you know it's a sellable property. It's like that's the new love story is Valium. It's like I, maybe you never did this shit. Maybe you're like old school rappers where you didn't do any of the stuff you're saying. You're just saying it, which would be way uh, way cooler to me. Be, if you're just getting kids addicted to volume, but you yourself are smart enough not to do it, that's cool. I mean, that's kind that's of what I'm saying. That, that might be unsurprising to me, just because I don't, I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's even a real wild boy. I think he's a. Uh, he's, he's just annoying. He's just one of these Kanye. It's just all the same thing as everyone. And and we talked about this earlier, but Aaron Carter. It's funny that it doesn't work for Aaron Carter, but Aaron Carter's doing the same steps, which is saying I'm incredible and and being absurd and boisterous on levels too intentionally get on TMZ instead of what celebs used to do which is try to not be around that shit these guys go I'm gonna get on top of the Burger King and go me 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 well I will say there's there's a big difference to me between Aaron Carter and Machine Gun Kelly uh, as a 37 year old man (laughs) financially speaking there's a big difference Machine Gun Kelly even who would you rather hang out with uh, machine gun. Uh, Dude, maybe we can have for a new, the for the for no the, check this out a, for the story. I would rather hang out. With no, a new island sure. segment instead of bands and songs. It's artists who you have to be stuck with. That's pretty good. And the first one is happening right now, folks. It's it's the new island who have to be stuck with. on an island for the rest of your life with either Machine Gun Kelly or Aaron Carter. Okay, so so if it's for the rest of my life, it's not for because a, a huge distinction to make might be is it for the ability to tell this story to someone later or is it nope. for the actual it's just, experience it's just yeah, th- that's kind of maybe the biggest burden of it is that you don't get to tell anyone it's just who you're going to be stuck with um, I think I think I could trick Machine Gun Kelly into being more like me than I could trick Aaron <laughs> Carter into being more like me so I'm going to take Machine Gun Kelly to my to, to my your... uh, A-list island wow okay so you think okay I, I get that idea that you think Machine Gun Kelly is more influenceable and therefore more tolerable over time, I you think could that deal he, with I him. think that he's a. I think that he is clearly a poser, and so I think that he would be able to shapeshift and whatever into whatever I wanted. That's true, but I, mean, I don't think Aaron Carter has much to offer as a human being whatsoever. So I think that yeah, I think that I would I would uh, resent my time with him on the island. I would say pretty this. Quickly. I would say this. I think they are both absolute poser like life suckers that will just wear whatever clown outfit they, they're told is cool but I think Aaron See, Carter that's, that's lesson number one dude it doesn't matter what you wear it's just, it's just we're just on me. an island where, buddy where, it's just you and truly me truly wear whatever you want that would be the argument all the time one. between you and Machine Gun Kelly even that one it doesn't lesson, matter what coconut thing you're wearing See, even that one lesson I think Machine Gun Kelly would understand quicker eventually Aaron Carter would never get it right also Aaron Carter would just be more annoying I think in general he's like 
<sighs> I don't I, like. I'd rather hear Machine Gun Kelly's obnoxious stories than Aaron Carter's lies. I would. I would be more intrigued. I think whenever it was sitting around looking at the moonlit ocean, just talking about like what happens when we die soon and yeah, shit like yeah. that. Um, I would rather hear Machine Gun Kelly's thoughts than Aaron Carter. Okay, so it's settled. Will's on an island with Machine Gun Kelly, and I'm on an island with also Machine Gun Kelly because. Aaron Carter, we find you obnoxious. Fun to watch, but we don't want to interact with you. I would like for Aaron Carter to be the one that delivers us food and stuff like that on a boat, like he, on a little raft. <laughs> he comes by once a week he's, and he hangs out for an he's hour. He's the camera crew. And then on we this. talk shit about him for a week, minus that hour. He's he's the last person you see before being dropped dropped off on the island, because so it kind of makes you like gets you off the boat to go onto the island. Because sure, you're I'll go. I'll you're go. like yeah yeah you go. I'll go. Fuck, I've been on a boat with this guy for 45 minutes. I'll, I'll go think, on the island. I do think what <laughs> you and I both being on an island with Machine Gun Kelly, the three of us, would be very interesting. Right. I think we would. I think we would overpower him entirely. I think we'd be playing some funny games, if you know what I mean. I think we'd be playing Ooh. mental games with Machine Gun Kelly for years, and he'd never know. There'd be no benefit. It'd be a real private school kind of bullshit stuff. He'll just never pick up on. It's not about him knowing he's wrong. It's about us knowing we're right. Um, it's little things. Oh, that's a that's a great segment or segue rather into uh, an email we received from your sister Olivia. Right. And the finally, e- we received email, another email after three weeks. The email was very simple. It was two pictures, and it was Doctor Drew versus Doctor Phil. Mm. So mm. I don't know what the question is, but my instinct seems like it just discuss kind of thing. Right, but if it's if, whatever the question is, my instinct is to between those two, and they're both they're both dumb hogs as far as I care. Um, I'm going with Phil. I think every single time. Well, here's the thing: if she didn't put a little vs, a little verses in that in that picture, she might not be saying who's better. She might be saying, "Go to both these doctors. You always get a second opinion. Go to one doctor, then go to the next powerful doctor, Doctor Phil, Doctor Drew." They do the same kind of things. They do the same. Uh, pra- they work the same practice. It's called Hollywood. Well, they both deliver doctor versus doctor. We got we got versus. Twice oh, it is versus. Okay, yep. okay. So so she does want us to discuss. My sister wants to know which doctor. Aren't they both? Aren't they both pretty? Uh... I guess let's just bring it to the island immediately. We're gonna have we're gonna have two people on our islands today. So. Phil. Well, and we are going to want a doctor on our Also, island. Machine Gun Kelly is good. So he's staying. Yeah, so he's going to be there also. You, you have to. Here's what's funny about these islands is you. We have to keep personalities in mind. It's like a reality show. Like we got to be careful who you choose because you're stuck with their. Like you don't want people who are going to be fighting each other on your island all, for the rest of your life because you're going to be like, guys, shut the fuck up. You want people who get along. Now here's what's tricky. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Machine bring. Kelly. I'm gonna bring Doctor Phil to my island. Of course, I am too. We both know. But here's <laughs> there's the no chance Doctor Drew's the, coming to this shit. Now that I know that Doctor Phil is the next person on this island, it makes me rethink choice number one a little bit. If I knew, Ooh, that, if I knew there was true. help on the way, oh, that's if I knew true. there was help on the way. Fuck, but it's too late. We already got. We already. <laughs> I do think that Aaron uh, Carter with Doctor Phil. Oh, Machine Gun Kelly's mix. still also gonna definitely need Doctor Phil. He'll need him if anyone but, needs Doctor Phil. I guess. Okay, so we both have Dr. Phil, because there was no chance we are getting Dr. Drew, because he's just going to be, like, telling us that smoking pot is addictive. Wasn't he... I don't think he was... Didn't he... Didn't... They're both he pretty... Sucks. Did they both go turn into Trump dudes? No, but they both they both turned into Dr. Drew, TV Dr. dudes. Dr. Drew was on the, on the bad end of something I didn't like during the pandemic, I remember. 
some he, type of oh he, he might have been been uh he, he might have been not fully have, on board with one thing i don't remember but he's always been annoying because he's like he's he not a doctor been, he may have been like talking bullshit about the rioter he like he may have uh, he yeah may have i don't a, he had some take that i was like oh fuck you forever kind of i don't thing. recall but, but but like he was he created like celebrity rehab he's a bad person like i've also not enjoyed although I've, he's the only person i've heard him interviewed on other podcasts and i've never listened to anything that he's made really but I've heard him interviewed on other. Well, Love Line was the first thing, right? With right. your other favorite guy, Adam Carolla. Yeah. No, the I two, oh, those two guys—they can go on their own fucking island for life. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, what was I gonna say? He guys um, just sit around chewing on, just opening up and chewing on lemons all day. The only, I mean, the cele- celebrity Bitter rehab man. was fucked up, but it, but it also did bring us the only outside footage of um, what's that man, the shifty shell shot guy. Shifty Shellshock. Guy. Shifty Shellshock, the rapper. Uh, Come a lady. Why can't I remember their name? Uh, uh, Butterflies, the song. Uh, just town. Crazy town. Crazy town. Crazy town. <laughs> it's a town. They're from a town. Uh, they're, they're, from, they're from Crazy but Town. But the, sing- the, the singer, the rapper from Crazy Town was on uh, Celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> was on Celebrity Rehab or whatever, and he was fucked up, and I would watch his shit all the time. So thank, I thank you for that, Dr. Drew, but also you're a piece of shit. Um, right yeah, now, they, I do. I, they okay. But they could have let anybody. They could have let. They could have let Andy Dick host that show. It's more, about, have it's more about the screw-ups. Speaking of, we should tell Andy Dick stories because I keep... Now that he's going to jail or whatever, I keep hearing... Like, I've heard so many randos, whether it's podcast or just, just a random YouTube video of someone saying, the night I met Andy Dick and partied with him. And I'm like, it's amazing that so many people have the same experience. Because I included. did this. Have you, we've, we've addressed that. I think we've addressed it somewhat. But like now I keep seeing more and more people pop out of the woodwork and everyone has the same thought, which is like... To them, that night, that was so bizarre and random and crazy. And you're like, I can't believe I hung out with Andy Dick all night. But everyone also catches wind that he does this to any stranger and smokes crack with any stranger. So it's like, oh, it's actually not a novel experience. Yeah, it's not a novel experience at all. It's that if you were around him... You, he would hang out all night. That's just like, the, it's nothing to do with that's you. That's the tornado he brings with his Yeah, it's nothing presence. to do with you. Yeah. I met him like three times, and each time um, he didn't remember me. I mean, he, he the first time he uh, called Makes me sense. on the phone because I sent him a Dreamsicles copy through his website back in the day, and he immediately called me and was asking for naked pictures. Then eventually I met him at like a comedy club because Denver was was friends with the kid who or a guy who was playing guitar for him that eventually became the Foster the People singer, which really? is weird. Yeah, that's who that guy was. But um, he was a touring guitarist oh, for Andy maybe Dick. Maybe that's why I thought you liked... I, I, yeah, you I accused, accused me of liking you. Foster the People. We both and said I was like, accused. excuse we both said accused. me? I, I recalled that you liked them, but I think it was that you maybe just knew. Uh, yeah, or, maybe. Or like... But either way, that was like the second time we hung out for like it's like a house party. We were around him for, you know, all night around him and at backstage at Zany's hanging out with him and his son. Another time in L.A. I hung out with him, went to an improv show with him. Like he doesn't remember me each time. And each time I was like, this is so weird. But now that I've heard everyone tell the same story, it's like this isn't weird at all. Like, in fact, I got lucky because he didn't sexually assault me. I heard a lot of stories of the same thing, which is like, it's fun all night until the very end of the night when he like sexually assaults you. And I'm, and I, I got lucky. So I can't sue him, I guess, but I did get lucky in that I didn't get assaulted by Andy Dick. I feel like if hanging out with Andy Dick is a, it's all fun and games until he assaults you at the end of the night. I wouldn't even be interested in the fun and games with him. Like I wouldn't want to hang <laughs> right, out right. with him. Right, right. Yeah, especially. yeah. I mean, I knew he was. A, I knew he was a creeper because he. The first thing he said to me on the phone one time when I sent him a comedy thing was, "Can I have naked pictures of you?" So it's like. Also, we've all heard the story. Like we, he's a wild mess of a person. So yeah. it wasn't surprising to me that uh, that he 
is what he ever he is now, which is in jail for sexual assault. Um, yeah, good night, nurse. Oh, before we get it too far away from the land that Machine Gun Kelly lives in, which the know, island? we're already minutes away. Um, not that land. Um, I saw some great news that Billy Joe Armstrong, the singer of Green Day. You didn't have to say that. I did for some, probably. Now, if you listen to this cast, you're a Green Day fan. <laughs> Go ahead. Has just uh, renounced his American citizenship. <laughs> and he's not coming back. He's gone. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. I mean, what if... Uh, fa- that, that's, what he, that's, what he, that's what he declared that he intends to do. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I'm 60... I bet he's going to... When I'm like 60, I intend to also uh, make, make good on all of my punk promises as well. <laughs> to denounce America and actually leave. Like everyone says when they're a punk, he goes, fuck this country. We should leave. Then do it. Great. And I'm not saying that like a Republican, like, didn't leave my country. I'm saying... You should do it. Like, we all should do it. If you have the money to, like you're in Green Day, you should have done that he a also, long time he also, ago. Yeah, he also said this. He also said this. Is he, wait, wait. Is he going to renounce all the money he made in America? I was going to say, well, <laughs> it's, he... it's all follow the money always. So it's he announced this, I think, at a show or on TV or something in the UK. Like saying, I'm not going back there. Like, I'm renouncing my citizenship. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet we could find an interview or something around the 2016 election. Where I'm sure he said something like, "If Trump's elected, I'm yeah, out of here." Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I'm sure he yeah. said many times in the past, "If this happens, if this happens," and all it took for him to really stay away and not bring his money back here is a looming recession. So yeah, right, I, right, I'm right. so punked that I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that all my assets are safe. It wasn't the Afghanistan war in the Cayman Islands and Swiss bonds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a good guy. That's funny. That reminded me. I just I just watched something about Offspring the other day. Like back in the day, apparently they had a contest that was win a million dollars of Offspring's personal money, and it was their money, they put it up, and some 14-year-old girl that was not that much, she was, she, like, it was not her favorite band, she just won this a contest. A lot of their money? Yes. I love it. Um, and it was actually the only cool thing I could say about Offspring was that their rationale was that all of this money that we have comes from the fans, so we could give it back, this much back, like, that's not gonna even do a dent. That's the only cool thing they've ever done. It wasn't great to give it to a 14-year-old girl who doesn't really love your music, though. Like, you could have also given that to, like, a homeless person that loves your music, or... But either way, um, no one knows where that 14-year-old girl is now. This is a a super deep cut, but do you remember, like, probably... Perhaps, like, 18 or 20 years ago, there was a... (laughs) There was a autographed block party guitar in Grimey's in Nashville that was up for, like like random raffle auction God, who okay let's talk about this autographed guitars who wants i was gonna say a my, destroyed guitar this was up for a long time and it was like you enter your name and it was just randomly a drawing one time uh a friend of mine that I lived with like overlap for like six months or so in college was the guy that won it so we always just had this just always like uh, dude they're, my, they're okay but just like i think I'm just even your favorite it. artist xdc is my favorite artist of all time I would a guitar signed by the, it was just it that's such a guitar center propaganda y weird like you're making it so it'll never be the instrument won't be played. Well, I it's do just think a it would, weird like I what's think the it point of it? would be very funny if 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 I were really wealthy. I think it would be really funny to make my home kind of like Planet Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no the, the new the new way that we're gonna keep shots fired is just now it's called bury it. It's getting buried. I'm burying okay. autographs. I think it's the most pointless thing in the world. I mean, I think they probably. Everyone would agree with that. It has no value, although it does to some people. It has the value. It has value in the autograph. It's like baseball card. It has value in the world that appreciates 
that thing. If it were rare, but when I I just <laughs> I just watched Machine Gun Kelly signing two thousand things in one sitting and go like, oh yeah, anything that it was signed once was not signed once. It was signed at the minimum of two thousand. And uh, of course, the so it's not rare. The, the people that should be buried with these autographs are the people that go up to people with a stack of headshots of that person and just have you sign a zillion. Right, right, like, yeah, yeah. Or even ask for that. I'm sure people don't indulge that too often. Yeah, they used to. They used to not know that they were getting sold on eBay and shit. They'd be like, wow, this is crazy. Oh, yeah, 50, 50 cousins that all... Yeah, yeah, for you and your, and your extended family or for many Christmases in the future if you just keep giving someone the same... Sure, That's here's, a, funny, here's 11 minutes of my time to do this. But, um, so yeah, I, I'm burying autographs. Burying it's, autographs. Especially on instruments. Like, you're destroying a thing that could be used. It doesn't make sense at all. It's like autographing a bed. Well... You can still sleep on the bed, I guess. But it doesn't make sense. I'm done with it. Um, what I'd like to do now, unless you have something to bury immediately. Mm, it'll come to me. Okay, so um, I'm riding the train the other day. Another thing. This happens a lot when I listen to funny stuff. Is all just, you know, it happens to you too. You'll start laughing because you're wearing headphones listening to a funny podcast or a funny song or whatever. And then you, you know, you're making direct eye contact with someone and you laugh in their face. And there's no way to explain what you just were listening to. For me, it was 311 the other day. Um, Did this lead to any to any interaction nope i looked away after that i just kept looking away um so there's this song uh, by 311 called transistor and i listened to this today and the lyrics we just got to go into these lyrics real quick okay what i want to think about is the way he's pronouncing this then again, if you came from the drama, then I can't understand music critiques. He's doing a Jamaican reggae. Nuh-uh. He's doing it. He's doing <laughs> where he's emphasizing these words is so fucking funny. Check this out. Okay. We're from the grassroots. So big up to our friends, every crew, every click and every posse. Big up to all the heads, not of hypocrisy. <laughs> That's shameful. That's what are we favorite. doing? And then the chorus is, your transistor, lightning resistor. What is that? So look, I go back and listen to old music myself. It's interesting that you that you still return to 311. I ha- I have to because For like actual walking around music. Well, 311 always has mysteries because I don't remember the lyrics a lot of times, or I didn't know them, and mm-hmm. now I can look them up. So check this part out. You guys ready for the next verse? Renegade Sound System 311. They say their band name more than any band is in history. Every song they say 311. I do think. 311. I do think that's a very funny thing to do. I think I've always thought that it's very. It's it's like. It's actually hilarious when it's when, hilarious. I mean, okay, now once again, we have to just punch back to listen to how he's pronouncing the word automatic. How do you say the word automatic? Uh, but not not the not the way he does it. automatic. I say automatic. Automatic. Underwater, out in space, and in LA. You're polluted. There's no problem for these homies. And they say these homies. Homies. I mean, this isn't. Okay. From the mysterious blue planet, we can breathe anywhere. Underwater, out in space, and in LA. That's funny to say in LA. Like, 
that's a funny jab at LA. But to say oh, your very, polluted air is no problem for these homies. 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 <laughs> that's the only way to make that work. It's so fucked up. These guys, they crack me up. I think they I think uh I think they still live in your heart. They do live in my heart. And here's here's one more song. Uh it's called Omaha Styley. Because these guys are from Omaha, though yeah. they play reggae and they're white. Okay, these and these lyrics again. We have to just focus on this. The dreams that they had made me sad because of the vibes of them. <laughs> because, is what it said. It's the chorus we're trying to get to, so it's about to happen. Uh, this makes me want this to be our last episode. Get ready for the mood to change drastically. We're coming to kill, we're coming and chill, we're coming and how we will. Cowboy funky styles in my laser jet got font. Like, is it supposed to be funny? No, they're idiots. No, they think they think this is very, very cool. They're not funny, they have no sense of humor. All we come in with is a little bit of swing. They make like half their songs sound like it belongs in the movie Dumb and Dumber. It's like that, it's, the last lyric is all we coming with is a little bit of swing and we guan like it ain't no thing. It, the lyric is go on. He goes and we guan. I hereby ban. You cannot say guan. I, I ban a ten episode ban on three eleven. Three eleven. I was gonna do a whole episode about them. Oh, uh, you can do that the next time I go. I right did now. get a lot of them out of my system right now, but that really makes me feel <laughs> bad. <laughs> it's funny that it makes you feel so bad when it makes me laugh so hard. It's just like okay, burying three eleven. Three eleven's buried. They're buried shit. alive. They're okay. buried alive, and they're they're awake and they're aware of it, and they can talk amongst themselves. But they're being buried okay. alive together. Now you're aware that the segment buried is just like shots fired, which just means you don't like it. it doesn't actually go away. Well, I also imposed. You're burying him in I your also mind. before that imposed a ten episode ban on three eleven. Well, we'll see if it sticks. Um, okay, <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. I'm hungry. I have a feeling it won't. It's a lot. That we got plenty of time. We're barely mean? in. We're like what, twenty minutes? We're like twenty-two minutes in, and I'm hungry as a as an ox. Well, you can order something. Order order food I'm live. Not ordering food live. <laughs> It'll show up in one hour, and then I'll fight with Seamless and get a seven-dollar coupon for my cold Chick-fil-A. It's gonna arrive the same time. No, it doesn't arrive at all. If I cancel it to get my money back. Okay, let's go. I'm done. Let's go. You say goodbye. Unless you have, do you have? You're looking at me like you have a thing. Give it something written down. Do you have? You're hungry. We'll save it. Short episode. Okay. Goodbye, I, blame, I blame 311 for this. <laughs> hey. I blame my bad mood on 311. Yeah, yeah. We, every time Will's in a bad mood, it's because he got caught listening to 311. See you losers in hell. All right, that was 52. Thanks for checking us out, guys. It's season three. We're so excited to be back. Hit us up at our Gmail, uh, thisworldblowspodcast at gmail.com. Questions, suggestions, doctors now, you don't like. that's improvement I love about season three. See? You got the email Dude, down. I'm sober now. I'm just like um, all those SoundCloud rappers. I'm sober now. So now I'm remembering details that I have to say. Like, subscribe, and share. Oh, that's nice. All right, goodbye.